Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. Hey, Rob. Hello. What's up? Nothing. How are you doing? Shirt. Thank you. It's a it's a Fallout shirt. There's all sorts of various Vault Boys on it. It's really cool. It's Thanks. something that I could see at um, uh, Gallery 82 on Melrose. Oh, yeah. Maybe I Am 8-Bit. Hmm. Very... Speaking of I am eight bit, let's get them on the podcast. Yeah, and that that's the the one time we will mention them this week. I actually don't have anything in the other stuff to talk to them uh, talk about them about. So this is like this is the, it. Our one the obligatory plug. This is the plug. I am eight bit plug. <laughs> yeah, and they don't even pay us for it, which is nice. Hey, well, so we know. must actually like it. Seriously, you got to represent. Yeah. What have you been up to? What's going on? I saw you a couple days ago. You did. Well, um, yeah, like your brother and his wife were visiting from out of town. Yes. And um, yeah, so we went to a, a brewery and many a brews were had. Angel City Brewery. If yes. you haven't been, you should go. It's in LA downtown. The Arts District. Some very flavorful beer. Yeah. I had many blondes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Maryland. I didn't drink as much as I would have liked to because I knew I was going to be driving. So. Oh, yeah. I wasn't driving, so I was able to just kind of just do it. Yeah. That's well, what I would have been like if, if I wasn't now a concerned citizen with a car. Seriously, but. look at you <laughs> driving a car, being responsible. Yeah, um, it's fine. Yeah, and after that, we we got the the whole the whole crew back together. It was kind of nice. Like it's, it feels so bad. Like we used to have these game nights with you know, like just a a whole bunch of mutual friends. Yeah, that that Travis and Crystal kind of brought together. Yeah, and um, we've all been really bad. We've all been kind of busy and I guess lost in ourselves. And and we all live in different cities now. We do. So um, that and so, but you know, most of them are in like Palms. Culver City, like they're not that not far away far. from us. Like technically, you and I are in different cities because I'm actually just in Los Angeles, Good point. and you are in West Hollywood. Yes. So, um, that's true. Yes. We are our own city. <laughs> so afterwards, we ended up back at me and Todd's place for more drinking and some Jackbox. Yeah, and Jackbox Four. Jackbox Four is pretty good. It was good. I wish they would have done Murder Party on that one. Oh, uh, a good Murder Party update would have been awesome. That's my favorite Jackbox. Well, we ended up going back into Jackbox Three to do Trivia Murder Party. Yeah, because that or one two three. Okay, that three. one's in three. There you go. Totally worth it. Amazing. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it was good. To, it was good to see them. Um, I'm glad they were in town, and I'm glad that they got the whole crew back together. Yeah. For a drunken night of... For one whole night. Yeah, for a With drunken a, night of drinking. And donuts. And, oh, God, donuts. Yeah, I had three. I had none. I, I actually feel donuts. really good, but it was... It was so good. It Whistles. was It was definitely pushing it, because that box was just staring me in the face. But yeah, I love it. On the way home, we like texted everybody, like, hold on, we have to go to the liquor store, because Todd wanted to get a bottle of Frangelico. Um, and then like everyone responds, we're going to the donut store. And I was like, all right, then. As one does at yeah. two in the morning. Yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah, well, it was fun while it lasted, but it's over now. So let's move on. Yep. (laughs) Then the next day I woke up early and went to work on a Sunday. I did not. I think I cleaned because Keith is moving. So we had a going away party. Which which I felt bad. I worked through that. Yeah. And you didn't make it. Actually, everybody that I knew didn't make it. So I basically made the rounds. I would go into my room and I'd come out, get a drink, eat some food, circle the party, and then go back to my room. And then I did that like three times and I just passed out on my bed at like (laughs) 1030. That uh, was my night. That sounds, it was I mean, so nice. Seriously, I would love to fall asleep before, like, I don't know. Except I've been one. sleeping a lot lately, so it's not great, but. I'm very jealous. I wish I was getting sleep. Yeah, well. Do um, you, though? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This entire weekend, I, I woke up either uh, same time as normal to go to work or earlier than normal to go to work. Um, but on the upside, uh, we got a really, really, really great project done this weekend um, that I can't wait to be out in the wild so I can talk about it. Yeah. Um, but it's a it is a trailer that I'm very proud of and it's very, very cool. So um I can't I, wait to hear about it. Yeah, like shameless tease of a plug where no, we will talk about that you're in such the future. A flirt, Rob. I know. How dare you? So but yeah. Um not a whole lot else no. I've been up to. I got a little bit of stuff. What else have you been up to? I mean nothing honestly, all that except the party and then that going away. But I want to tell this little story because I think it's so funny. Please do. So, (laughs) my roommate is very squirmish, squeamish, and he gets scared very easily. And so, I love to scare the shit out of him. (laughs) 
I would so not be okay. But with he that. started it. Oh, okay. He did it first, and I said, "Oh, you're gonna regret oh, the day you did this." Because yeah, are are you jumpy? Um, I am when somebody's wearing a big rabbit head hiding in my room. Okay, that is not okay. No, yeah, that boingo or whatever from um, Broad City boing boingo, the big <sighs> blue bunny. Okay, I, I actually it's fine. I like Broad City, but I don't think I've seen that character. Oh, okay, I guess he's a figment of her imagination. Happens in grocery stores and he pops up. <laughs> but anyhow, so. So he scared me with that, but that was the last time because now he's scared for his life because I will pop up at any corner and scare the shit out of him. So the other day, which was like three days ago, um, he was cooking in the kitchen and, and I come up and I just poke my head around the corner. I didn't even scare him. And he screamed so loud. He took the butcher knife and literally... <laughs> started doing this like he was gonna fence me with it i was gonna say he's brandishing his fucking knife at me and i was like oh what were you gonna do with the knife he's like i don't know it's just ready for anything because i was gonna say like (laughs) of all the places to scare someone you did scare them where they would be likely armed i didn't even mean to scare him i was just seeing what he was doing Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm good it's like todd i probably i scare him around the house all the time because I guess I'm like a little ninja in that like I just walk around the house fairly quietly and like if he comes down the hallway into the kitchen and I happen to be standing in the kitchen he'll go and I'm like I I wasn't even coming at you I was just standing here (laughs) or like if I turn a corner into a hallway where he happens to be walking he'll freak out on me a little bit like it's a friendly you know but he'll like clutch his pearls and I love scaring people and well it's like and I never do it on purpose I didn't that time but (laughs) I typically will try to scare somebody on purpose so whatever we each have our own flaws i guess whatever hey whatever makes you happy yeah um so uh one thing that todd and i did we saw ladybird oh how was it it's so good yeah yes recommend yes it is so good it is a standard sort of coming of age tale um but it has really 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 great characters awesome dialogue it's a movie that feels i want to say it feels small but it feels intimate and it feels personal um and I really liked it a lot. So you've seen most of the top uh, Academy Award nominees. I've seen a handful of them. I think Todd has seen all of them now. Really? Or all the all the Best Picture nominees, at least. He's seen most of them. Is Get Out one or no? Get Out is. Okay, so Get Out and then Lady Bird and then Three Billboards. Dunkirk. Dunkirk, I didn't see. Um, he's seen he's seen almost all of them. Like I want to look up the list now. Like while we're while we're chatting, there's here. um oh the the uh, Shape of Water. Yes, we saw that. Oh, I shit, I haven't seen a bunch either. of them. Yeah. So oh, I Tanya, you that's saw not, that's not for Best Picture. Oh, it? but she's up for Best Actress. We did see that. Yeah, I mean, we, it is like an an award picture. Yeah. So the, the the ones up for Best Picture are The Shape of Water, which Todd and I both saw. Okay. Darkest Hour, which I don't think we've seen yet, or I haven't seen it. I don't oh, know if he no, has with them. Um, Churchill? Great, yeah, but yeah. with Gary Oldman as Churchill. Uh Dunkirk. Um oh, Phantom Thread, which I have not seen, but I think Todd will be Ooh, seeing any day now. I see that. So I have like little to no interest in that movie. Really? It, to me it looks stunning. And then Three Billboards, Get Out. Um we haven't seen The Post. Oh, The Post. That's um, right. With Meryl Todd- Streep and Tom Hanks. Yep. Todd watched Call Me By Your Name. I didn't. Oh, um, yeah, that's good. And then, and then Lady Bird. My favorites for the year of those nominees are The Shape of Water and Lady Bird. I haven't seen either of those, but I have seen more than I typically would during an Oscar year. Yeah. So I yeah. was like Lady Bird. I really can. I, I would strongly recommend it. I really, really liked it. I want to grab a screener. I'm sure I can find screeners for all of these. That is how we watched it. Yeah. Um, and, oh, good. And uh, from the... Uh, but speaking of Oscars, um, it's so funny. We talked last week about, you know, uh, some noteworthy movies mm-hmm. before the Academy Award nominations had come out. And yeah. we talked about how, like, I, I mentioned that one of my favorite movies of the year, I figured, would not really get an Academy Award nomination, but I would have liked for it to. And I feel bad that Wonder Woman did get snubbed. It should have. I felt it should have been up for Best Director. It should have been up for possibly even Screenplay. I felt there was there's some things it could have been up for. Yeah. Um. Logan got nominated for Adapted Screenplay. For the Academy Award. Yes. Wow. 
That's I, a first. I doubt it will win. But yeah, I think it's one of the first times ever a comic book movie has been nominated for an Academy Award that is like not like a special effects or sound design or whatever. I do believe in Wonder Woman's defense that they won the Golden Tomato Award for Rotten Tomatoes. Well, good. So that's good. They deserve that at least. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and uh, and also, you you know, as much as it might not be an award, it is definitely like the crown jewel of the, the current generation of DC movies. I would say superhero movie. Personally. Like, it's one of the better super movies in the last couple of years. Although I have to say, personally. We, we, we talked about before, Marvel killed it last year between Thor, uh, for me, Guardians 2, uh, Logan, and Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man. So, yeah, um, they I feel, did some good ones. I, I like, didn't see Ragnarok, though. Oh, my God. I know I need to see Ragnarok. I think that comes out on Blu-ray in, like, on like March like, 6th. Yeah. Which and I, I will be buying that, like, day one. You have to borrow. It's so good. Yeah, I want to. I've been stuck kind of in the uh, 90s movies right now because Keith, before he leaves, I want him to see all the ones he's missed out in his life. So we've watched Two Beverly Hills. Oh, it's cookie time. It's cookie time. And, uh, were you doing the Freddy? We did the Freddy. We um we both have learned the speech that she gives about um the story she tells about when they ask for a scary story when they're camping at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Remember that? Yes. I went to Christophe's where I usually get my hair done, but Christophe had mysteriously disappeared. Space <laughs> was a stranger. Anyway, um, we could do the whole thing. Were you Were you excited <laughs> to see the lady from that show you watched, The Colbys? Oh, Stephanie Beecham. That yes, her. She's the reason why we watched it because ah. he hadn't. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, she's one of my favorite characters, and yeah. To Beverly Hills. So watch that. We watched Death Becomes Her. Had he not seen that? Never, no, nope. Now Never a that. warning. I love that movie. I love that movie. That is one of my absolute favorites. What else? And. Soap Dish? No. Buh. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Very important. Very I think important. I saw your Instagram stories of that one. Yeah. Yeah. So he hadn't seen any of those. So I had to educate. As we talked about. Uh, I felt it was my duty. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. See, instead of going to like jury duty, that's what you should do. Is show great movies to people i mean it's more important yeah to me at least <laughs> so you don't have to anything else uh no that's... have you no no that, that's it all right all right then. Yes. <laughs> take a quick break for a quick second here very very quick though we're doing things behind the scenes very secret thing very secret things he's probably gonna edit this out anyway totally all right <laughs> so so that you... means i'm not gonna edit out just because now we're gonna <laughs> okay. have it in there <laughs> uh what have you been playing um i bought because of a friend who watches me stream um battlefront 2 mm. and oxen free and i got oh. both of them for 17 bucks like total total nice oh because oxen free is part of the essential sale right now on the playstation store. yeah so you get the sale and then you get the 10 percent off mm. and oh because then... of gold probably right it was on sale anyway i think with or playstation plus not not gold sorry plus plus yeah yeah and then um one of my viewers it, um and person i play with online he gave me a 20 dollars gift card Very so nice. it would have been what 37 bucks Still, for both games it's not but, bad yeah but i got them for 17 so so have that you was been, nice and I, I saw you streaming battlefront a little bit so battlefront a little bit Oh, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about it. Have you played it? Uh, yeah, I played through it, and I did not care for it. Okay, so the campaign, I actually like better than the multiplayer, and the campaign was short, and they kind of tried to fit a lot of shit into a very short campaign, which means time frames tend to get Compress. all messed up. Yeah. <laughs> And you're like, what, how, how, why, where am I, who? And so that's a bummer, but I do like um, Aiden, uh, what's her name? Versio. Versio's character. And the performance of of her by Janina Gavankar is really great. It's really good performance. I think she's a strong character. However, Keith and other people I've spoken to do not think she's a good character. They really? think she's weak. They don't understand why she would turn good so eat well. There you go. Hopefully you played it. Um, she turns within the first like 20 minutes of playing. You could see her turn towards the good side. And so you play as her and you're trying to basically go against the Empire at that point. But um, I thought it was... I mean, it's typically what they do in Star Wars is you get the good guys, they turn bad. You get the bad guys, they turn good. That's just what happened. Yeah, it, it, that didn't bother me at all because I did see yeah, that coming neither. and I didn't think that was a, a problem and I don't think that reflects poorly on her character. And I think they set it up 
in such a short period that you could tell that that was going to happen. So it didn't phase me at all. Well, and her turn didn't really seem forced or or random. It it felt justified to me. Um, I had no problem with that. If it, the biggest problem I had with that game was the gameplay. I did not care for the single player gameplay. I I didn't even touch the multiplayer because that's how little I cared about that. But like single player wise, yeah, it's, nothing really landed. I didn't love the mission types. I felt like the weapons felt weak. I felt like it was weird shoehorned fan service whenever you played as a classic character. Yeah. I don't know. There was something about well, that it game that didn't take, work for me. It takes place right after um, Return of the Jedi. So the Empire or the Emperor has just been killed by Darth Vader. Darth Vader's dead and the Empire is basically in Spoiler shambles. alert for anyone who hasn't seen Return of the Jedi. <laughs> right. I was like, whoa, what did I spoil this time? Yeah, <laughs> People who like are thirty five years behind on uh, pop culture. Yeah, they they need to catch up. <laughs> they need to join my nineteen eighties and nineties class on classic videos. Totally. So, um, and okay, but multiplayer. Come on, it's so difficult. And I think you brought this up last time that people's uh, stats and their powers are so they're so different oh, yeah. that it's easy to kill somebody who's just starting out like right off the bat and it's like it's no fun like you have to build up your character they need to match the game better is i i didn't even really care for battlefront one that much except for the vr mission which yeah. is great i mean and like and i totally recognize that it's great star wars fan service and like you know the music is there the sound effects are there there's a lot of stuff that it does that really really makes a lot of people very happy yeah i'm not not one of them no because i the honestly... graphics are good oh graphics are stunning they nail the look um i wrote some things down that i thought were important yes um the like the original problems well the fucking load times first of all those are intense yes bad and then it has a really hard time matching um players to each other and like i just said but then it also if you're in a group already or a team it cannot compute that you're on the same team or kick somebody out or it like loads you onto a different team and it's like why is this so difficult shouldn't this be like like basic for any game nowadays that they should have the multiplayer if it's a multiplayer game to start with to be set up properly yeah i i mean uh, i've never had a problem with that on overwatch i've never had a problem with that on sometimes on uncharted multiplayer but on battlefront 2 which is set up primarily as a game that's supposed to be like team based what the fuck i had no idea so, yeah I, mean, I hadn't yeah i put like no time into that yeah it's just one of those games that was rushed and with all the microtransactions and them trying to backtrack to fix shit they fucked up fucked up um they need to they it's just, it's just a messy game and it bums me out because i wanted to really like it and especially since the person i play with who got me the gift card loves it so much mm. i'm not loving it but maybe i will it's still new for me and i suck so that also makes it hard to deal with <laughs> well, one of my favorite uh you know things i used to joke about about battlefront one was the first time i ever played it like i was on hoth and i was just not having a good time and you know i was running around and then i was killed oh by... yeah the sniper one hit i'm like oh i was killed by somebody who like just a random stormtrooper who shot me and then ran by but like i love that you know it just it took me out of the star wars fantasy because like it does such a good job of putting you in the world with the music and the sound effects and the like the level design it looks complete straight out of the movies but then it was like you were killed by yeah. puss crusher 420 yeah. oh yeah that classic you know jedi yeah puss crusher i mean yeah it totally took me right out of the star wars fantasy because i was like oh yeah i'm still playing with a bunch of douchey gamers <laughs> must have been from the dagobah <laughs> yeah with like obnoxious usernames that all end in 420 or 6969 yeah so, well you uh, know they're all under the age of 13 so yup yeah, so, that's a pain. That's that kind of ruins the experience. It just ruined the the, the fantasy of it all. Also, the second you respawn, you die. Mm. Like that's no funny. Spawn either. campers. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard that term before. Yep. I like it. So. Yeah. Cool. Anyhow. Well, um, did you start oxen free yet? I have not, because mm. I wanted something new for next week. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on that. I want something new for next week, and I still haven't started the second half of the campaign for Battlefront 2. So I oh, you haven't finished it yet? No. Oh. So, looking forward to both of those. I only, because it, it splits the campaign up, so I'm right at the end of the first half, first part. I don't remember Because Resurrection's the second half. I don't know about Resurrection. Where she's older. Oh. She's, like, gray-haired. Do I only do the first part of the campaign? I guess so. Yeah. I'll look into that, because that's... On. 
Because I thought I'd finish the campaign. Um. So okay. So so next week we'll get to hear your thoughts on over on uh oxen free. Oxen free. Yes. But okay. as for now, you got my bad review of Battlefront Two. <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, I I do feel like Battlefront is a game that like I think it was meant for some people, just not for me. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who are very happy with it. It's just I I'm not one of them. It wasn't Star Wars. It wouldn't have done so well. Oh. I but feel, that's a lot of games. I feel a lot of Star Wars things would not do as well as they are if they weren't Star Wars. Fair enough. Yeah. Yes. It's um, just, honestly, I think I just get so fed up with dying every five seconds in it. Yeah. If they would have maybe given everybody a stronger weapon, but a longer health bar, so you could actually maybe get away if you're being attacked, instead of, like, if you get shot, you're pretty much going to die. Because there's no fun in that. How, how do you build strategy off that? You don't even know where people are coming from. So, <laughs> anyway, that that's my two cents on that. All right, then. But maybe after, maybe next week I'll like it more. I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> so what have you been playing? Um. Well, I haven't had a lot of time to play a lot of games. Um. Just been you know busy with worky stuff. But um, I've been trying to dabble a little bit in the first DLC for Assassin's Creed Origins okay. called The Hidden Ones. Um. Gone to the new map. I've started exploring a little bit. I've done like one or two missions so far. It seems like more of Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah. Nothing super remarkable, but more of Assassin's Creed, which is always a good thing for me. I like those games. And so the DLC is kind of exactly what I want it to be. And it's more of that thing I like. Yeah. Um, and uh, so there's that. I haven't really put a lot of time into that, though. Um, but uh, I want to get through that. So I'll be ready for the second DLC, which looks sick. So that'll be cool. Do you know the name of that one? Uh, that is the Curse of the Pharaohs. Ooh. Yes. That's fun. Yeah, it it looks like really that. neat. Like the teasers and stuff that uh, they did for the season pass, um, seem really cool. So um, I have to check that one out. Yeah, like you know, I uh, check my phone here. Yep, it is. Uh, and that's set to come out in March, which um, I'm looking forward to. Sweet. Um, and uh, I completely caved to peer pressure because as one does, everyone at work is playing Monster Hunter World and raving about how awesome and adorable it is. And um, it's quite adorable because I've been watching Twitch streamers play well, it. The fact that you're a little helper cat, and like today in like the game chat room we have at work, uh, everyone is posting, someone's posting pictures of these cute uh, NPC pigs wearing like a sweater. The whole thing looks mm. very, very cute. Um, I played last night for about an hour and nine minutes, I think my in game timer was, uh, which is how long it took me to build my build a character, character. <laughs> uh, and get to the first town and save my game. Nice. Um, I've yet to attack a single monster. They're so vicious. For it being Monster Hunter. Hunter world so far i've hunted nothing um but i'm just yeah i'm getting involved in the world it sounds like a lot of systems but it seems seems charming um it yeah it seems like and from what i saw the animation and of especially the the monsters mm -hmm. which you have not come across is very good well i've encountered one monster and they're tricky i had to hide because i didn't have a weapon yet ah gotcha yeah they're tricky monsters like, well sorry, they, they they can sense you well like it um the game seems to me very dark soulsy in like the way your character moves and kind of it's just like the way that they interact with things it feels kind of very strategic dark soulsy when it comes to combat okay um and um yeah I, I was really hesitant to get this one just because i feel like i've been burned by so many monster hunter demos i played it on 3ds i played a demo on the the we um i've just yeah i feel like i've done a handful of monster hunter demos and i keep thinking like this is going to be the one for me and it never is uh yeah. the demos always are they kind of turn me off to the point where i'm just like this is not my series yeah and i figured that's where i was going to be with this one and uh just all the really 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 good word of mouth at work totally got me to cave and I hope that uh, that they're all right, and I actually really do take to this one. I honestly have like I have no concept of what Monster Hunter is really, because I've never really paid attention to any of it until I saw like play from this game, and like somebody following Instagram was doing a stream, and I was like, oh, I'll check it out. I've heard of it. It seems it, it sounds old, like it's been out for a long time, but I don't know why, because I've never actually paid attention to it. But it looks very good from what I saw. So it's like well that could be a game that i would maybe be interested in getting well and i think a lot of the monster hunter games came out on platforms that you probably didn't have Correct. So i think a lot of them are on the wii the 3ds like they, they were on platforms yes. that you were not uh, a supporter of correct 
notes. Um, but yeah, this one, it's people are loving it. And it, it's its reviews are real, real good. I want to say on Metacritic, on PlayStation 4, it has like a 91. And on Xbox One, it has a 94. Yeah. Wow, um, that's great. So yeah, it's got really, really great reviews. That's, good. So, um, so I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Um, although, How, How's the character design system? Really good, actually. Uh, it, my character looks pretty awesome. Okay, because I like... I like to be able to pick and choose. Like, I mean, at least uh, for the character I was trying to build, I felt the the customization was pretty robust. Nice. So um, that was pretty cool. Um, and I'm not playing it yet, but I'm super looking forward to it. The Shadow of the Colossus reissue comes out next week. Ah, I'm so excited. That game looks so good on PS4. Yeah, it's going to be quite stunning. Yeah, like I love that game anyway. Are I've... they using the same soundtrack? I believe so. I think it's like that sort of stuff, but it's all revamped visuals. Gotcha. And they've updated the control scheme, I think. Oh. Um, and on PS4 Pro, I think it runs at either, I think you have a choice of either 60 frames per second or 4K at 30. And so um, I don't know if I want to have super high resolution or if I want to have high, like buttery smooth frame rate, but it looks like it's going to be, like all the screenshots I've seen and all the footage I've seen of it, it is a looker. It's like that Del Taco radio ad I always hear. Would you rather this or that? And it's always like, something crazy like that so well with monster hunter world actually i had to make a very a very difficult choice because i didn't know if i wanted to do uh because you on the ps4 pro you have an option of what you want the power to focus on whether you want to focus on 4k resolution or uh a more solid frame rate or if you want to focus on graphical bells and whistles like you know higher quality shadows and f- better draw distance like that yeah. sort of stuff i've been focusing at first i had it on frame rate and now i think i realized i'd rather have the super high quality graphics like all the more effects and better shadows and stuff yeah so that's that's, i would with. go with that too so that's how i've been playing that one so far but yeah shout out to colossus i'm so excited and i bought the steel book of it because i love a steel book of course you did i want like steel books i know you do dear they're so nice so um <laughs> is it time for us to learn it is i guess it's time for the word of the week 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 so weak um this week's word is oh god decathect okay decathect decathect how do you spell it d-e-c-a-t-h E-C-T. Could be deck effect. No, it's D. Is it a hard E or a long E sound there? It's definitely a hard E. Deck effect. Deck effect. Well, guess it and then I'll Is that it sounds like a noun. No. All right then. Is it an adjective? Yes. Um, well, it's funny. I kind of want Oh, no, it's not. It's a verb. Sorry. It's a verb? Really? Oh. Is it to, like, remove something? I don't know. I have no idea. What is it? Wait here. I'm going to play it for the world to hear it. Decathect. Yeah, there is decathect. And what uh, what is uh, it? So decathect is to withdraw one's feelings of attachment from a person, idea, or object as in anticipation of a future loss. Really? That's a powerful word. That is. Yep. Wow. So it's like, yeah, a pre, like you're emotionally preparing for some sort of detachment before it actually happens. Kind of what it is when I go on OkCupid. Okay you're just I already, already... Hate them before I even meet them because of my sordid past. <laughs> wow. Word of the week hits home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually wondering, I was like, should I actually pick this word? It kind of hits too close to home, but. <laughs> Oh, well, I chose it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh. Yeah. I'm not pausing the podcast itself because you'll cut that out, right? Oh, well, sorry. Not to add more work for you. It's not your fault. It's mine. (laughs) Okay. So, So. um, is it time for the Vinyl Frontier? It is. Although I do feel like we might need to sort of reestablish what this thing is called. Because the Vinyl Frontier is cute and all. But this this week I'm kind of blowing it out into other shit. I so, do the same thing with mine though. Yeah, I feel like it kind of could be like the Vinyl Frontier or like Rob's Analog Corner. Or what sh- what weird shit is Rob buying now? Like that could be the name of this section really. Because it's but mostly it's always bu- music. Not, all, not today it's Typically. not. Typically. Well yeah, it is often music. Or related to. It is. Well, it's there is actually music in this other weird thing i bought today or bought this uh for this episode 
Okay. So, um, enlighten us. I just got an email from Square Enix that my soundtracks to Near Gestalt and Near Automata have shipped. They should be arriving by Saturday, which I'm very excited about because those soundtracks are so fucking good. Oh my god! Like I've wanted those soundtracks for a while. They kind of creep me out. They're so good though. So I don't like scary sounds. That scares me more than scary visuals. Well, I'm excited. Yes, I can tell. <laughs> um, so uh, that is coming. Um, and then, uh, yeah, because I have no real game soundtracks to talk about right now, um, just because I haven't gotten one in uh, a week. Uh, by the way, just like just regular old music, by the way. The new album from Borns is so good. It's real good. He's an androgynous looking uh, kind of pop Oh, rock. he has Borns. No, Borns. I was just, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the song. We listen to him at your house. Yeah, the song "Faded Heart" is so fucking good. Yeah, and um, it's where I like the new album a lot. Uh, Blue Madonna, but um, his first album, "Dopamine." I was listening to it really tonight good. while I was at work. Oh my god, it's so good. Like it's way better than the new one, even. And I like the new one. Um, anyway, so that's a little plug for Borns. Not gamey at all, but wait, I want to add shit. to that. Yes, not gamey at all, but I've been obsessed with because I just discovered, um, you know, Kylie Minogue. Oh yeah. Uh, well, she has an album called The Abbey Road Sessions. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And she takes her dance standards and makes them into ballads, mm-hmm. and they're so fucking good. No, I I'm a, a major, uh, I guess, Kylie queen. Like <laughs> Todd always kind of gives me shit in that uh, he feels that a lot of my tendencies aren't you know your stereotypical um stereotypical you know gay habits or whatever like i don't i'm not excited about madonna i don't get excited about beyonce um but let me tell you kylie minogue she's got my number i fucking love her i saw her live i saw her at the bowl oh i did too did we oh yeah we We didn't go together aphrodite right uh that was for was that the aphrodite tour yeah it might have been yeah yeah it was so good years ago oh that's cute Five years ago? It might have been like seven years ago. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Actually, it might have been, I might have saw her for the X tour, actually. Okay. I saw her for Aphrodite. So, because, yeah, it, it, when I saw her, it had been 20 years since she'd been in the States. Gotcha. So, um, if she toured Aphrodite, like, two years later, then that's when you would have seen her, and I did not go to that tour. But yeah, um, I believe I saw good. her for X. I, yeah, I love her. Nice. She's awesome. Yeah. And then um, the other thing where I'm kind of blowing it out and making it a little weird, but there is still a musical angle. Um, so have you heard of the game Deadly Premonition, the video game? No. It's kind of a Twin Peaksy in like kind of, but at the same time, like the game is, it's, it's like not bad on purpose, but it's super quirky and strange and but it's kind of terrible. It's, I want to say it's like The Room, but a lot of people consider it to be one of the best worst games and it's like really fucking weird. So I'm guessing it's not like an action game. It has action in it actually. It has like some survival, not survival horror, I guess, but it's got like a supernatural, but it's got some action in it. It's, it's really weird. It's a strange game. I actually haven't played a lot of it because um, when I first played it, like I wasn't having that much fun with it. And when I died after a couple of hours, I was like, you know what? I'm good stopping here but right. um but since then a lot of people talked about it more and more and more and i feel like i need to really revisit it commit to it gotcha um they're making a board game of it though mm. and my board game i just got an email from amazon it just shipped it's arriving tomorrow and in that board game though it includes the soundtrack and they're like when you play the game fire up the soundtrack and you can have like a de- deadly premonition evening so uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, I bought so many board games that I have not played yet. Uh, Dark Souls, the board game included. Um, you know there's because... a Dark Souls card game coming out. And I hear it's amazing. Uh, the guy who reviewed the board game, who said it was kind of a unfun, extremely difficult slog, said that the card game is actually really it's good. Quite the opposite. Yeah, he said, <laughs> it's, he said it's the best physical, like, tabletop version of Dark Souls yet. Nice. But, I mean, it's not a huge amount of competition because he hated the board game. Yeah. But, like, I played the Bloodborne card game, and that was fun. And so um, I'm definitely interested in Dark Souls, the card game. And I think uh, I think my friend and uh, co-worker actually bought that because he, he, he said to me, he's like, did we buy the Dark Souls card game? As if we are just did- one and the same. And I, I love that he asked that. And I was like, we did not. And he was like, I think we did. I bought it. And I was uh, like, all right, then. So we both play. You actually bought it or it was like a GoFundMe and you got it free? I think it was an extension uh, of the Kickstarter for those that wanted to do it, but gotcha. it is going to be, I think, widely available or it is widely available to order for anyone now. 
Gotcha. Nice. So I did not do it from the the Kickstarter um, of the board game, but um, yeah, yeah, my my buddy at uh, at the office, um, I believe he bought it recently, so it should be arriving soon. Very nice. So anyway, that concludes the Vinyl Frontier or whatever else you want to call this section. I like the Vinyl Frontier. It's the Rob's wallet is bleeding section. It's oh, that's a good one. <laughs> it's my little, bleeding wallet. My bleeding wallet. <laughs> Um, I like that. Yeah. So, um, our, uh, well, Rob, you better just stop right there because you just got yourself caught in a graphic jam. Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this week is not a graphic novel, but... Okay, it, so we're both breaking the rules here. But it is still a comic. Okay, fine. It is the Wonder Woman periodical, or the comic strip, um, 1944 to 1945. That's a lovely book. Yes, it is. It's a very lovely book. And it's by the original creators, and it came out two years after Wonder Woman had been established. So, um... The original creators being William Moulton Marston, and then the artist is H.G. Peter. And it's, like I said, the newspaper comic. Um, so this was originally like a three-panel strip every week, or every day? You know, I don't know if it's three-panel or if it's six-panel, but it's probably three. Well, this one's four. I mean, like, it, this one's three. It looks like it's a single strip, though. Because this one says October 15th through 17th on this page. So it would be 15, oh, 16, 17. Okay. And 18, You got 20. further than I did because I didn't see that. And I was like, well, these don't really make sense on their own. Well, but I guess it was a thing where they counted you reading the newspaper every day. I guess it's the beginning of cliffhangers right there. Right. So, yeah, um, it's very popular. And especially during World War II when it came out. Um, so, you know, it's got its... It's pretty. It's kind of sexist because of the time. <laughs> it has historical relevance, though. It, it is interesting. Relevance. It's a moment in time. They use funny words like "boob." You're a boob, or a nincompoop. I love that word. And um, yeah, and some of the women have derogatory names. Like <laughs> one of the women's names is Erna Dollar. <laughs> wow, I love that Erna Dollar. That's like the best drag name ever. <laughs> <laughs> and um so yeah it tells a story about steve trevor and how she got off the island and her about how she created her invisible jet and it's kind of more based i didn't really see a lot of the tv series but i'm thinking the tv series is more closely based off of this comic strip well at least season one it's season one yeah definitely not the movie the movie completely is a completely different story but yeah, so uh, Wonder Woman, 1944 and 1945. Go figure. Nice. That's even before my dad was born, and he's old. He's, like, really old. So there you go. <laughs> that, that predates uh, life. Both of my parents, too, yeah. actually. Just by a little bit, but. Yeah, my dad was born in 46, so it was just before my dad, too. My dad's 1947. So maybe they so. know each other. <laughs> or not. Or not at all. Um. All right, then. So, uh, should we get to the news? It's time for the news. News. Oh, I like that sound. Yeah, it's like little, it's the wire. Yeah. Should um, do that from now on. So, uh, I have quite a bit of little, like, you know, things to talk about. How much, how much news you got? I got a few things, but maybe they coincide. All right. So, should we take some turns? You go for it first. Okay. Uh, so, there was an article that I just saw right before coming in here that I'm going to pull up so I can actually have some interesting stuff. Um, so, uh, there was a fun little thing that um, BJ Blaskowitz yes. of Wolfenstein yes. apparently is Doom Guy's great grandpa. Doom Guy? Doom Guy. Doom Guy is the, the player in Doom. Like, he's your player character in Doom. Doom Guy. What? Yeah. Where are you talking about? Doom Guy. Like, the character in Doom that you see in the bottom of the, oh, the game. Oh, Doom. Doom. Oh, my God. I was thinking Wolfenstein the entire time. I was like, well, is Well, BJ Blazkowicz is from Wolfenstein. He's uh, Doom Guy's great-grandfather. So, apparently, BJ oh, Blazkowicz, according to this, uh, Tom Holland, wow. John Romero, co-founders of id, took to Twitter to address the lineage of the developer's most famous protagonist. The official canon is that Wolfenstein's B.J. Blaskowitz is Commander Keen's grandfather. Where huh. Commander Keen? Where was that off of? This was reported on Destructoid. Oh, cool. And Commander Keen 
is Doomguy's father, and that means BJ is Doomguy's great-grandfather. As for the generation that's unaccounted for, uh, they made a joke about it. So it's funny. All the heroes from Id's first three series are biologically linked. Hmm. And what in the universe they exist in with Nazis, aliens, and portals to hell. So, Amen. Anyway, I thought that was kind of an interesting uh, bit of, of, of information yeah, there. Cool. So I would have never tied the two together. Right. I thought that was in 100 billion, billion years. But so, they did. Yeah. So good for them. So that's, that's one bit of news I got. What you got? Well, mine's not as nice as your news but oh. it's still news okay uh it's from the verge so apparently um hashtag not nolan is a thing going around right now and the article is hashtag not nolan why game creators are speaking out against the founder of atari nolan bushnell yes i thought it was be about like not hiring nolan north for something I know, I thought it was going to be about Nolan North too, which is why I read on. He's the main Nolan now, it seems. But so, okay, well, tell me more about this. Uh... So, um, apparently, he was given an award at the Game Developers Annual Conference. GDC. Yep. And he, uh, it was the Pioneer Award. Okay. And women are now starting to speak out, saying he doesn't deserve that award. He basically is doing what... All the Me Too campaign is mm. is about he was a bad man in his day. And so it says, unlike Expos, like, or no, sorry. Oh, I wanted to read something and I had a highlight and I fucked it up. Um, sorry. So, yeah, he's a bad guy and he did some bad things and says he did. Women are speaking up, says he doesn't deserve the award because of what's going on in the world right now. All right, then. So that's that. And that's but that's a bummer. He's. Basically, the people say like the father of video games. Well, he's the he's grandfather. He's definitely one of the people that brought video yeah. games to the masses and really kind of, you know, helped the the big sort of. Uh, it's you not know, push. any news that the video game industry is hostile towards women. So I yeah. mean, obviously, and it was during the seventies, so drugs, I'm sure, were involved. When it was even more of a boys club then, I imagine. Yeah. And that's a bummer. I mean, it it is like, I'm not, I'm not making any excuses for, for that sort of shitty behavior, but it is weird. I mean, like as much as that's not okay and it should be talked about if he was doing bad things, it's hard to say he doesn't deserve a pioneer award because of bad behavior. He still brought video games to everybody. Like he's still kind of like, you can't, his, his achievements aren't diminished, but they can be at least tainted. Yeah, he basically, they're just saying he doesn't deserve a award at this time. And got it in history. We shouldn't be celebrating him because of what he's done. Because, yeah, his achievements, I think, still stand, but he might be not worth celebrating. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, if this is all. Yeah, like that's that's a bummer. I don't like I hate when people that I, you know, I know appreciate have that sort of stuff happen. And it's it's. I mean, if this is the beginning of the video games portion, because Me Too's for yeah, you here know, we entertainment, go. for film and television, video games has a very tainted past, so we're about to find out a lot of shit, fortunately. Yikes. Um, yeah. So, that was my bit. All right, then. Your turn. Uh, so, EA has confirmed that BioWare's Anthem is coming out in, uh, they say, early 2019. Yeah, I saw that today, too. Um, And there's various things. Some people are calling it a delay. Some people are calling it just a strategic movement of the release date uh, to, like, get it out of the way of holiday stuff. Similar to, uh, it's like what they, uh, like, you know, we talked about last week about how Titanfall 2 came out within one week of Battlefield 1. Yeah. Which um, was unfortunate for Titanfall 2 because they were both from the same publisher. They cannibalized each other's sales. And that was... Why would they plan that? Well, holiday. I guess if they figure that people are going to buy more than one game, they'll buy both of them. But unfortunately, a lot of people, especially people who play games that are largely multiplayer focused, they tend to buy one game and they commit to that one game. Not everyone is as slutty when it comes to game playing as me. Yeah. So, I, you know. Like I said before, I wasn't a fan of Titanfall 2 multiplayer, but I would have played it for the campaign mode. Yeah. Where the other one, I would have not, I would play it for, you know, the battle. So. Well, Titanfall 2 does have a really dedicated fan base for its multiplayer, but I mean, they are people who are like crazy amazing. I just didn't get into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I did a lot of multiplayer for Titanfall 1 because that's all it was. Yeah. Um, But Titanfall 2, I never really did the multiplayer because I just don't care about multiplayer in most games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, Anthem is currently coming out in, tw- or slated to come out in 2019. Call it a delay if you want. Call it a strategic move if you want. Either way, I'm okay with it. I just hope that when the game comes out, it's awesome. That's yeah. all I want. Yeah. 
And if it's not awesome in 2019, keep it yeah. keep it in development until 2020. Yeah, I don't care. I just those, want it to be awesome. It looks so good. And keep those micros to a low, low, low. It would be nice to, to see some microtransactions just go the way of the dodo. Um, yeah. But yeah, like either way, it's fine. Like, I, I'm never going to get upset about delay unless, you know, like it never comes out. But like if you yeah. delay it to make sure that game is awesome, I stand by your uh, desire to, you know, stand by quality. So. I agree. So there's that. Yeah. What you got next? Um. So Polygon, the longest standing video game record declared impossible, thrown out after 35 years. Yep. So apparently, I'll just read this first little portion. Twin Galaxies, the video game record keeper and official um, source for Guinness World Records, has declared one of the oldest gaming world records invalid after 35 years. Player Todd Rogers has been stripped of his world record for finishing the simple Atari 2600 racing game Dragster after months of debate over his competition, or sorry, completion time. So apparently he said he finished the game in 5.51 seconds. Wow. And the according to people who have apparently put months and months of recent um, recent exploring, I guess you could say, to figure out how he could have done this, they say it's just impossible unless you cheat it. There's no way he could finish the game. Even at even if a computer is playing the game perfectly, you cannot finish it in less than five point five seven seconds, which is what the new record is. Okay. So and that's by Omnigame. All right, then. and yeah, so that's sad. So basically, um, was, was it Activision? Seven, and is that seven hundredths of a second of a difference? What was the the two the two scores? Uh, six hundredths of a second. Jesus. Okay. Hey, people, people want to know the truth. Yeah. So, like, how did he even get that time back then? Does it say the, it must say the time on the actual screen. I don't know. Well, he could never prove it. And he hasn't, he said he's keeping his title, like, his personal thing. But um, I think it's Activision. They, they basically have taken down all his records, all his fan base. He's no more for them. Wow. Because of this little white lie. <laughs> yeah. Then. What a bummer. That I have bummer. two bummers. Seriously. Wait, and my third one's even worse. Two Atari bummers also, which is even stranger. Well, let me give yeah. a little bit of good news before we get back into your into Satine's sad corner. <laughs> we all have just corners. I That's all the seconds are corners. Corner. Um, so uh, this is a quick one. Backward compatibility on Xbox One. Two new titles worth talking about. One of them, Spec Ops The Line, which is basically, uh, I think it was Jaeger Games made it. And um, it takes place, I think, in like Abu Dhabi, and it is pretty much their interpretation, more or less, of Apocalypse Now. I hear it's really good. I hear the the narrative in it is really solid. I actually got it as a gift for the 360, and I've never played it. Oh, so now's your chance. Now's my chance to play it on Xbox One. So I'm excited about that. Very nice. And they've also added The Darkness to the sequel to the uh, comic book based uh, first person action title. Sweet. About uh, Jackie Esposito and. The darkness that inhabits him, which are like these little tentacle things that come off. I played that, I feel. I played the first one. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. That was a good game. So, uh, yeah, that's a little bit of good news before Satine makes us sad again. So this has been kind of going, I feel like this story has been circulating for a week or two now, but um, do you know what swatting is? Oh, I know what swatting is. Do you know what I'm about to go into? Well, we we talked a couple weeks ago about that guy in Kansas who was shot and killed. So did we go on to why it happened? Well, it was a Call of Duty tip, wasn't it? Okay, so, all right. Well, then, I guess they just have new update on it on CNN. Yeah, I was like, I thought we talked about this. Yeah, because, like, the guy who called it apparently was in Los Angeles, and he's been tried for involuntary manslaughter. Yeah, apparently the guy who was playing or who got was killed doesn't even play video games it was a false address what yeah like it was a false address and um 28 year old guy had two kids he was like shot in front of his family shot in front of his family by a SWAT team um so yeah the um and then this guy apparently was living in a los angeles homeless shelter and i don't know how he was gaming but he went to the library to make this call as a dare or a bet because people were having a tiff over the fucking game Mm. the call of duty game jesus and so it just 
kind of blew out of proportion. And apparently this guy, this isn't the first time he's done this. This is like his 20th victim. This is just the first time it got out of hand this way. He said it was funny because people would be like removed from their houses. They'd be put in jail. But, you know, obviously nobody died from it. And that's so insane. That's why it's finally in the spotlight. God, it just, it, that story keeps getting worse. Yeah, so <laughs> that's it. But that was just an update on that story. All right, then. I did not know that update. That's upsetting. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, uh, the MOBA title from Epic called Paragon um, is being shut down uh, due to Fortnite, their new title that has the Battle Royale mode yeah. inspired by PUBG. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite's apparently doing so well that it has completely cannibalized the Paragon player pool oh wow and a moba is only as good as its community and the people playing it um and so they've decided to permanently shutter paragon and stop supporting it and they're actually issuing refunds to everyone who played it on all platforms why well it was free to play and so i think if you bought into it and bought cosmetic stuff and like bought things for it they are i I don't refund i don't know if it's gonna be automated or if you have to request them but apparently they are offering refunds for everyone who who gave money to paragon which that's a really bold and uh kind of cool gesture honestly like i'm i'm surprised i just feel like if you but don't you think they got their time in with paragon yeah well that's the thing i feel like unless you just bought paragon in the last like month yeah you really i imagine are getting your money's worth because the game is largely free to play um but like i think it's just a cool it's a stand-up gesture to make because honestly they don't have to do that and they must be making bank off of I, fortnite i imagine fortnite must be very profitable for them um yeah but yeah like to uh because yeah to to buy into a, a multiplayer game ecosystem i think that's just a risk you take that like you're playing a game that for now will be good and once everyone moves on or they shut down the servers that game is over and that's just a risk you take like i totally recognize that if i fire up destiny one it's gonna be a fucking ghost town yeah and that's okay like, expect it yeah like that's i i'm okay with that i i've moved on to destiny 2 and to other games even yeah and so i i i don't i don't i would never expect that so i think it's kind of a cool move on their part i feel like they're tooting their own horn yeah yeah like they've already put so much stock in this other game they're like we don't need who cares about paragon well I don't know. I, also, it, it's nice for them to stop supporting Paragon if they need to put more of their team onto Fortnite to make sure Fortnite stays awesome. Agreed. Like, it could just be just, you know, a, a shifting of resources. But the fact they're taking care of their, their old consumers is remarkable. I can see it if they would have, like, refunded people who had just recently, like you said, made purchases within, like, the last year or two. Yeah. How old is it? Paragon's a couple years old. Okay, well, within the last year, but, like, people I want to say have... it's, like, two years or something. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well... Yeah. That's the same thing. If they want to do it, fabulous. Yeah, it's a little bit of good news I'll out there. I'll take my money back even though I never bought it. <laughs> <laughs> or I spent money or fed into it, I guess. Um, That's it. That's all my news. Okay, well, I have three other things. Go for it. Uh, Xbox Game Pass is a $10 monthly uh, thing. Or a $10 monthly uh, membership for Xbox where you have access to uh, like a, quite a few titles that actually is downloaded to your Xbox. It's not like PlayStation Now where it's a stream mm-hmm. of a game where there can be some delays and stuff. It is a game that downloads to your account and it's only active while you are a member. Um, and a lot of the games they have, I mean, it's it's great for people especially who are going and mining previous elements of the catalog yeah it's not quite so great for me because i tend to buy stuff right when it comes out and i tend to be kind of on top of releases but it's really great especially like people with kids or or people who are are taking are coming back to gaming after a couple years off because you can really go back and 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 experience some older stuff um but there's some library is open like it's actually much more um valuable now to a lot of people because new first party microsoft published titles are supposedly coming to xbox game pass on day one which means like sea of thieves xbox game pass on day one so for 10 bucks per month you can play this $60 game day one. That's nice. Yeah, so it almost kind of seems like, I mean, especially like with a game like Sea of Thieves. That looks amazing. Too. Yeah, like that game looks really charming, but I don't know yeah. if I'm going to want to play it forever. So that might be a thing where maybe I pay 10 bucks for a game. month, play it for the month, and if I like it, I'll play it maybe a second month exactly. for another 10 bucks, And then maybe I consider myself done. 
Who knows? But like knowing me, I'll probably and then just... you just buy it when it's on sale a year later for twenty bucks, whatever. Yeah. Like, but yeah, it's it, it's kind of cool though. The fact they're doing that, and I imagine Crackdown will also be part of that, and, and uh, what Stage of Decay two, um, like any you know Microsoft first party release title, which would mean new Halos whenever yeah they announce another Halo, uh, Forza. No refunds for out. buying Halo one. <laughs> Right. Um, so yeah, so that was I thought some cool news. It actually really um, Xbox Game Pass has always been fairly attractive. This is actually very very enticing. Um, so there's that because yeah, 120 bucks a year. That's two games per year. Yeah, like is what it's the cost of two full new price or full price new games, and you have access to this pretty robust library, especially with brand new titles on day one. So kind of neat. Um, God of War has a release date. Oh, what's that? 420. Interesting. Same day as Nintendo Labo. Nice. Um, but yeah, God of War. There's a trailer that just came out. Like, I think it's the uh, story trailer that, that has the launch date at the end of it. Yeah. Um, it's uh, not my favorite trailer, but I got to say, I'm actually more interested in the game than I have been so far on its campaign. Um, I'm curious about the new direction it's going. Um, have they showed any? Um, did they show gameplay in it? Or is it just like a... It feels like mostly cinematics. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't look like pre-rendered CG, but it does look like a lot of in-game cinematics and not a whole lot of interactive stuff it doesn't feel like a gameplay trailer so much as it feels like an in-game engine cutscene trailer a little teaser for you but it is very cinematic it looks kind of like the cinematic level of uh the order 1886 for example which that game was very very cinematic and beautiful and um god of war looks like it's gonna be a looker yeah so i thought that was kind of neat they all are though like oh, yeah. wars are nice. Yeah. They've, they've always been really great showcases of the hardware. And this one, of course, it needs to be. Kratos is one of the bigger sort of uh, mascots of the PlayStation platform. Yeah. So... Um, and my last bit of news is actually sad. I should have no, I should have thrown this in with your sad Rob, news. We could have ended on a more exciting note. It. Sorry. Toys R Us is closing 180 stores across the country. I think I saw this coming. Well, I mean, I saw an article a couple months ago about them kind of dying. Well, you br- you brought it up uh, on, on the podcast. Say, did I talk about that? You did. It sounds uh, very familiar. You talked like you talked about how they, they want to become more of an experiential thing where like they can host parties or like yes. The, the, wow, that. The, me back. the okay. staff can take things out of the boxes and play with them. We were like, not kids though, just the staff. Yeah. Uh, and you and I decided that uh, that is reason enough for us to never go to Toys R Us because yeah. we don't want to deal with kids having parties. Ever. So, um, yeah. So of, of the 180 Toys R Uses that are closing, neither of them are the two that are close uh, to us or the three that are in L.A. Because I know of one in Burbank. How many still exist? Well, there, there must be quite a few because, I mean, they're closing 180 stores and I can name three of them within a 30-minute drive that are all staying open. There's yeah. one in Los Feliz. There's one uh, off La Cienega on the yeah. way to the airport. And there's one in Burbank um, near the Costco. And they are all staying open Where's according the to the Los list of closures. Uh, it is on Los Feliz Boulevard just east of the Bigfoot Lodge. Right next to Costco, actually. We know that's the same one as the Burbank one. No, the Burbank one's on Victory. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just south of the Costco. That's right. Yeah. The one near LAX is not near a Costco. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, that's right. The one off La Cienega. With the little planes. Anyway, it's by the airport. (laughs) Um, Cool. Yeah, Toys R Us is closing 180 stores, which is a bummer. I dropped my pen. I'll be right back. Okay. Well, while that's happening... I did want to do a quick little Overwatch League update. Yes. And so, to date, um, Dynasty, which Soul, Soul, the Soul Dynasty. Yeah, they are, are they number still one. undefeated. No, <gasps> they were defeated by New York XL. Really? Uh-huh. They were defeated. It was like a three to two battle, and so yeah, New York beat them. But actually, the first top three spots are all tied. So Dynasty XL and London Spitfire are all five wins, one loss. Okay, and then who's in fourth place? Oh, your hubby. The Houston, Houston Outlaws. And then last. Go, Jake, go. Yeah, Jake's cute. Where are the LA teams? Well, in last place, which is 12, Shanghai Dragons. Okay. And the LA team, fifth. Uh, which Valiant. one? The Valiant. And where's the Gladiators? And Gladiators are eighth with okay. two wins and four losses. Ouch. Shanghai Dragons have not won one match. They're they're completely. Zero and six. Yeah, I want to say, un- what's, the, what's the opposite of undefeated? 
completely defeated. Uh, yeah, defeated. That would be it. Yeah. All right then. It's a shutout. Um. So uh, a shut down. It was funny though. Speaking of Overwatch League, uh, on was it Saturday? Did before... you actually watch it? I haven't watched. Oh any yeah. Of it live. Well, our Instagram story on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, what night was? A lovely shot of Jake being interviewed after he had a fucking kick-ass play where he had a junk rat rip tire that took out like three people on the payload and then the rest of the team took out the rest of the team and then they all swarmed the payload and the payload went back. It was like two meters from checkpoint A. It went backward to like 15 meters back. The other team won the game. Didn't even get to checkpoint uh, A, and it ended the match, and they won. Uh, it was really exciting, actually. Like, now I totally get why people like sports, and like it, this is an esport. I mean, I want to say it is different, but like there was such strategy, and Jake saved the day, and it was fucking cool. It was really, it was great to watch. It was like, really exciting. Good job, Jake. I was I was at work late, <laughs> and I took my laptop to uh, where we watch the Overwatch League. Whenever it's happening, we have the league on a TV, and we were watching it, and, or I was watching it with like one coworker. Uh, with my laptop on my on my chest typing emails and i just stopped to watch like because this it was such a good play yeah um nice and uh but it's funny so on saturday before uh meeting up with everybody at the brewery um i had a conference call at home and as soon as the conference call was done i grabbed my playstation controller fired up twitch to tune into the overwatch league because they were playing uh it was actually uh the outlaws playing that night Mm -hmm. or that uh afternoon and so i threw that on so i could watch and then um i realized i need to get cleaned up so i hopped in the shower and while i was in the shower all of a sudden todd comes like bursting into the bathroom and he's like dude there's a player on the outlaws that's like super cute and i was like yeah i know and he was doesn't he listen to the podcast well and then he was like oh yeah and i was like well what's his name and he goes some name that wasn't jake lyon and i was like oh Oh. so you're you're wrong and i was like well what's the the what's the his player name he's like oh it's raucous and i was like nope wrong false but apparently todd now has a crush on the outlaws with the player raucous because he likes his like sort of choice of on hair he has like this like super long sweepy hair only in the front not a big fan personally but whatever that more jake for me huh yeah i'm honestly not too familiar with any of the players on any of the teams you gotta be watching except it's, jake it's actually you. it is really exciting it, it's it's fun to watch um i think they I, are playing i mean to and i, I forgot wednesday at four i think is the first uh like i think it usually goes wednesday through saturday gotcha from four to like seven eight or nine oh, okay oh they're good late okay well because they, they do like three team matchups per day and I want to say Wednesday, the Outlaws are not playing. And do you just watch it through your watch Overwatch through, game? I watch it through Twitch. Or you watch it through Twitch. Yeah, the okay. Overwatch channel. Nice. So, I looked. It's time to cut the clip. Oh, yeah. So, speaking of Jake, and, uh, you know, so we can look back to last week when he was my first, and I think the first actual live human crush of the week we had. Uh, yes. It's time to talk about... <gasps> the Crush! Crush! Of the week. All right then. I like how the song keeps changing. I, yeah, I never. I can't ever remember how I did it. I line. never know what it's gonna be. Yeah. So keep your um, toes. Who you got? Uh, this. Oh, I forgot to mention. Sorry. Oh, oh, oh. In news, you brought it up. Yes. Elvira is coming to Blu-ray. I did send you that link like yes. earlier in the week. Yeah. And I don't even know when, but she is. Yes. So the first film, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, is coming to Blu-ray. The one we've talked about multiple times. Yes. You never will either with them soup cans on your head. Because, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, it's coming to Blu-ray from Arrow Films or Arrow Video. Does it say that when? Maybe that's uh, why I didn't know. Let's yeah. see. I don't I don't see a date. Um, It just says details soon. Okay. So we don't know when, but it will, yep. apparently. So the we'll Im- just have to take their word for it. The important thing is it's coming. Yeah. Uh, my crush. 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 Is, <laughs> <laughs> is, um... Typical Tuesday, Iden Versio, because I love my hot brunettes. Seriously, and she's she's an attractive lady. Yeah, and she's she some good smoky eye action going on, just like Chloe would approve. And she is, I don't care what other people say, she's a strong character. I would think so, too. So, I yeah. approve. I think, um, yeah, I'd follow her into battle. Why not? Nice. And I love the first scene with her when she's in chains. Oh. Or locked up. Yeah, when she's when she's actually, like, being awesome super spy, she's yeah. pretty cool. She's fucking badass. Yeah. She would tie a bitch 
up. Mm-hmm. That's all. How's yours? Uh, <laughs> mine is Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins, or Ghouls and Ghosts, depending on which version you're, you're talking about. But uh, Arthur. The Knight? Uh-huh. Is he named after King Arthur? I Maybe. I don't know. Huh. Um, but he's got uh, a nice full beard. Yes. He's not too tall. No. He's like not too muscly, but he's kind of, he's in shape. He's, yeah, lean. And I like his, uh. Underwear. Yeah, I like his strawberry covered boxers. Yeah. And, um, there was, I mean, like, originally I, my, my, my crush list here, I had, uh, Maximo slash Arthur because he sort of got a little bit of new life in the title Maximo. Uh, Ghost to Glory for PS2 because they sort of like changed his name and redid him, but he's not the same. Maximo doesn't count quite as much. It's all about Arthur. So yeah. and and it was just recently a really great uh, Japanese developed uh, collectible figurine of of Arthur. It's like eighty five dollars. So that may be a thing I never get, but I do Is like that a Arthur. Figure? Yeah, it's pretty cute. Is it plastic? I would imagine so. Hmm. But yeah, it's like 80 bucks and you have to import it. That's it's like nope.com. But um, oh, you got it right here? Yeah, here's a, you can see some, some, Let's see. some pictures of him. Uh, oh, in his underwear too. Right? Yeah, you can take off the armor and put on the underwear instead. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's pretty charming. He'd, be, he'd look good on my desk, but uh, that's a. Can, I don't, will it show on that? Maybe. I don't know. Try it. You can see. So, yeah. Anywho. So, Arthur, he's my man nice. this week. So, all right. There you have it. Cute. Right? Well, we done did it. We did. We done did it. We're literally done. So, take that, you episode number 43. <laughs> <laughs> um, but who's counting? Who's counting? Not me. So, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Satine the Dream or on Twitch at Satine. And you can follow me on Twitter at Fast Danger or on Instagram and Twitch at Mr. Gladstone. And you can follow the podcast at BitDiffPodcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can send us an email at BitDiffPodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Wednesday. And would you kindly follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play and in this new development? Yeah, we're trying out a new YouTube channel. And it's youtube.com slash bitdiffpodcast, like everything else we have. And yeah, we are, we're still in the process of working out the kinks. We're working out the kinks. We are actually recording it right now to see if, how it goes, which is why if there's some weird like cut scenes in the middle of this podcast, we're trying to figure out how to record this thing so and worst case if it doesn't work uh we will post this one like we have previous episodes which yeah. would be a still image of our logo i think where it's just the audio yeah but at exactly. least it's up there so it'll be up there and i'm still um i'm only up i've only uploaded the first 11 podcasts so far but this also is not for like you to go and just like listen to it again on youtube I mean, if you're listening it to it on iTunes, you might as well just stick with iTunes unless we start doing the the videos, which is what the main reason for doing YouTube is in the first place. So, but yeah, follow us anyway. Why not? There, Why there not? could be some surprises. Who knows what, yes. we could, what we could do? Yeah. Who knows? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should probably figure that out, though. <laughs> All right. Well, and on that note... <laughs> 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 and Chelsea. Bye bye. <laughs>